Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. Episode 135 of the Life of Fighter podcast. And this episode's all about traveling. Uh, We're going over the jet lag diet. We're going over the procedures and policies that I like to implement for traveling. But before we go into that, I got some really exciting news, some shout outs, all types of good stuff. We'll get out of the way and then we'll dive right into the podcast. So first and foremost, I got the official word today that, um, I mean, I kind of knew that we had won our Lux Magazine uh, Most Innovative Health and Fitness Brand in the USA with their Fashion and Lifestyle Awards. But I just got the confirmation now. It's up on their website. You can check the link below. We shout it out on social media if you want to check it out there. Again, we'll have the link below. Go to lux-review.com forward slash winners forward slash the dash life dash of dash uh, a dash fighter dash LTD. So again, it's lux lux-review.com forward slash winners. And then it's the life of a fighter LTD. Instead of spaces, it's going to be a dash between each one where you'd normally just put a space. And again, just click the link below. So that's really exciting. I appreciate everyone that came out and supported, voted for us. It's cool anytime we get an award. I don't necessarily need an award to know what we're doing is awesome and we're working on some really amazing things. But it's always nice when you get recognized for those kind of things and it's a little like selfish kind of an ego boost. And hopefully it just allows us to reach more people. So we're going to work out a couple of things with Lux Magazine in the future to see if maybe we can do some content, some more features with them. And we'll see what comes with that. But yeah, I appreciate it, guys. And part of that is. I just appreciate all of you kind of reviewing. So if you haven't reviewed the podcast, um, I haven't really talked about reviewing the podcast on the iTunes shop or um, whatever app store you're using, but it really does help get more people um, to the podcast, get more of a reach and not even for like the financial reasons, which is great as well, but more of just really like I try and put this free content out every single week and come up with topics that I think are truly going to help people that impact my life and impact our team's lives, our clients, coaches. And I just think it's a benefit. I really want to change the world. And I, I pick people to work with us and that we partner with, whether it's companies or coaches or clients that understand that mission and agree with that mission. And part of that is not only we, we got voted the most innovative health and fitness brand, but part of what I want to do is kind of use the foundation we build with health and fitness and leap into a broader scope where no matter what your fight is, that's our marketing campaign. What's our fight? We want to help you with that. And we've established that in the health and fitness world. And I feel really confident about that now. We're going on eight, it's going to be eight years now um, that we've been in business, that I've had life of a fighter and all the different changes we've gone through. And I want to start to help people in more ways. And we're still gonna obviously crush it with the health and fitness and stay focused on that. And we have an app that we're in development that I've been kind of putting together and piecing for the last two years. And now 2019, I finally um, 
are putting it, we, I finally feel comfortable with where it's at with the algorithms written and we're going to put it into production and we're going to be putting out little beta tests here and there, especially to the clients and the audience that currently listen. So if you guys stay subscribed on our website, on the newsletter, I'll put that link below. Um, if you're staying active on the podcast, you're going to get access to some beta testing before the regular world will get access to it. And then hopefully by 2020, our game plan is to have it officially launched. And it's really going to change the game of the health and fitness world. I know it's a crazy thing to say, but that's why in my opinion, why we got this award and, and why we qualify for these kind of things. Because what we're planning on doing is really going to kind of change the game here and take it to another level. It's just a matter of can we get it done first and do it the best before brands like Nike and Rebound and all these other companies are going to do it because we're not the only ones that are thinking like this. So my goal is to do the things that they're not doing but also beat them to the punch before someone else really smart or smarter than me, obviously, is going to be able to get it out there. So that's my tangent anyways on that. And part of that, and that's leading into a sponsor for this show, is the Stash app. S-T-A-S-H app. And I found this from one of our other companies that we work with, uh, Sweatcoin. I use Sweatcoin to track my steps. And what's cool about Sweatcoin is I'll put a link below as well. And also you get the link to Stash below. Um, Sweatcoin allows you to track your steps and then they actually pay you like a fraction of a penny for every step you take every day. And then you can either redeem it on their app for different things, promos, specials, or you can redeem it for straight up cash or gift cards or things like that. So what I did was I saw that they had Stash on there and that they were giving you a $10 free credit because I had enough points for it. So I was like, all right, let me check that out and see what Stash is all about. Went in and it was cool. I took $10 and I'm I'm doing a little experiment right now. I want to see how much I can make with $10 and you can invest in stocks just like anything else. It's kind of like the E-Trade of the world. But the difference is you can start with as little as $5. So typically, let's say Amazon, I think is currently trading at around 1900 or somewhere around that. That's $1,900. So let's say you don't want to spend $1,900. You want to spend $5, which is what I did. I bought $5 worth of a fraction of a stock in Amazon. Now I can kind of see and track it. So if Amazon does good, cool, my $5 becomes, let's say, $5.60. So right now, I was just kind of playing and tracking with it before. Let's actually see in live time. Before I saw it was up to like, I took that $10, I bought $5 in Tesla, $5 in Amazon, just to kind of play with it and see what's going on. It was at like $10.06 when I checked it before. And it's cool. It'll give you real-time tracking so you can kind of see where your money's at. You can sell when you want. And now I look at it. I'm down. I'm at $9.66. So I'm down um, about, let's say, three. It's 3.4%. And that's what's kind of cool. It'll show you the tracking. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sell right now. And even if I'm down all of it, it's $10. It didn't actually cost me the $10. I'm just curious almost as an experiment. And that made me think I wanted to reach out to them. So I officially uh, talked with Stash and we're constantly working on a bigger partnership, but we decided to do um, an affiliate partnership right now with the podcast and with our audience so that if you use the link below, you're going to get $5 in credit for free for you guys. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to do anything. Go into the Stash app. You download it. Boom, you get your $5 credit and then you can invest it how you want. And then after the first 30 days, if you like it, cool, you can keep it. And then I believe it's about one or two dollars a month to keep your account active if you have more than I think a dollar in there and then if you have more than five thousand dollars it's like 0.2 percent interest you're going to pay on an annual basis um, which is crazy compared if you look at the e-trades of the world the, the fees that you're going to pay it's a much cheaper option and it's friendlier because again you can buy a smaller amount of stocks and but you can still play with the uh, stock market or mutual funds or you can buy stocks with dividends and you have all these other options they also can 
kind of guide you as well. There's some coaching on the app that makes it really, really easy. I'm lucky that both my parents are accountants and I've been investing in stocks since I was literally 12 years old. But for those that are, let's say, the novice of the world in the stock world and investments and all that fun stuff, this makes it very easy for you. And that's something that why I wanted to get involved in Stash and I wanted them to kind of work with us was because especially fighters and, and college kids or just people that don't have a lot of money, they're not leveraging what options they have currently because they just don't know. I take for granted that I know certain things uh, about whether it's the stock market or how to leverage money or, or getting things on um, different types of interest rates. It's You can kind of leverage these things to make money that you didn't really know about. So I think that's really cool and we want to help. That's part of our growth as a company is I want to get more financially involved in people's lives and in their health because it's not just health and fitness as far as in the gym, your health overall is a bigger scope, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, your financial health, your family health, which kind of falls into your your mental health in my opinion. So we have all these different dynamics and different things. And that's what I was talking to my brother, who's now a lawyer, and my father, who owns an accounting firm, my mother, who owns an accounting firm. And um, we want to be able to kind of integrate that into the life of a fighter now and advise people, hey, you can go this route. And hey, if you don't want to work with us, that's perfectly fine. But I'm going to share these opportunities as well and kind of expand on that with the company. So that's something that I wanted to share with you guys. I'm really excited about on that. And as always, this episode and every episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast is brought to you by our shop. That's lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. We have our fitness and nutrition vault membership up there. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. Um, I'm going to put up some information and links in this one specifically for traveling and some other fighters guides and plans that you may not have access to as the general public without our fitness and nutrition vault. So I highly recommend taking advantage of that. It's $5 a month or $50 for the year. I try to make it as affordable as possible, especially for the content you're getting. You really can't beat that. Um, whether you're a broke college student or you're a fighter or anyone that just doesn't have a large money, this is something. And even there's free content on our website too. The podcast is free. The things we cover is free. But if you want to take it up a notch and get a little bit more, it's $5 a month. Again, $50 for the year. I feel like that's extremely doable for anyone's budget. And then we level up to our pro coach program. That's $200 a month. That's where we do our custom packaging and programming. We do online coaching. Um, You're not actually going to get private training sessions with us. That's for our premium membership. That's where it gets a little bit more and we have a couple of spots available. But that's a little bit... of a smaller group, let's say. Our pro coach and our fitness nutrition vaults are the biggest that we have and and the more people that we're helping with. So I highly recommend if it's not the fitness nutrition vault, the pro coach, if it's not the pro coach, the premium package, that's gonna be closer to two to $3,000 a month. But what comes with that is eight to 12 training sessions, is we're gonna go food shopping for you, meal prep, we're gonna provide the actual food for you so you don't have to worry about that. So it's really an all-inclusive, nothing to think about. This is typically more for our corporate professionals, our high-level athletes, the people in the world that are so busy or don't want to worry about it, and they have the means and the budget and the resources to be able to do this. And if you're not sure which one's going to be the best option for you, reach out to us. Reach out to me. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on our email, info at lifeofafighter.com, at the life of a fighter on Instagram, at lifeofafighter everywhere else. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. I'm starting to ramble a little bit, and I'm already at the 10-minute mark. One more quick thing I don't want to forget that I want to put in there. One real cool thing about Stash is not only that if you use our link below, you're going to get $5 in credit to invest whatever you want in on us. But also, if you're a fan of the podcast, which I'm assuming you are since you're listening, and you want to just help us out, or you want to just show your thanks, whatever you want to do, typically I don't really like kind of putting any kind of 
solicitation for money or requests or anything like that out there, but I kind of want to, especially with Stash, there's something I want to try and see how it works. You can send gifts um, or send money through Stash. You can send up to $150 10 times in a one-year period. Whether you want to send someone a gift, whether you want to support something, for example, you want to support our show, you could send anywhere from $5 to $150. Um, I, I've never really opened it up where we could do like public money or sponsorship or anything like that, but I wanted to try it out with Stash and kind of see how it works. And then you guys can also kind of track it on our investment portfolio and see how we do with it. So just wanted to add that in there. Not only am I going to put a link where you get a $5 credit to sign up for your own account, but if you really love the show and you'd like to give back to us to help support us, all that good stuff, another link will be below that where you could send us a gift or whatever you want to call it, a sponsorship, be a supporter of the show, however you want to word it. You can send up to $150 10 times throughout the year. So just wanted to add that in there. Again, we appreciate all the support. Let's jump into the podcast. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here, episode 135 of the Life of a Fighter podcast. And I actually just finished up watching McGregor vs. Khabib and the craziness that ensued with that fight. And I wanted to get this episode at least recorded before. Um, it's been a crazy weekend. It's going to be a busy day tomorrow. I'm actually up in New York visiting family, spending time um, with everybody that hasn't seen Baby Lean and even the family that has, just spending more time together. It's good to see everybody, as many of the friends and family as we can. Lots of stories there. So that kind of concept of traveling made me think about there's some basic procedures that I kind of have put together over the years of driving, whether it's being based in New York and driving upstate or being in now Asheville and driving up to New York or going from Asheville to the coast or just any kind of long distance trip, going out to Las Vegas, driving from Vegas, California, wherever we're going, being in Thailand, uh, longer flights. There's certain basic things that you can do when you're traveling and leading up to travel to make it easier and just as smooth of a process as possible. And the two big things I wanted to cover was A, going for some form of a road trip, whether it's going to be any kind of trip that's more than really four to six hours, I think kind of can be beneficial to have this little bit of a protocol or system in place. And then also for any kind of jet lag um, trips that you're going to take from, let's say, one continent to another, just changing time zones that are going to have a significant impact. This becomes really important with the jet lag diet. This is actually something that one of our occupational therapists mentioned while I was at work the other day, and we were just going over you know, how our trip was. She had uh, gone from Asheville to the Netherlands, and she's like, yeah, you know, I, I was using this jet lag diet, and that's something I haven't had really heard before, even in just all the years of being in nutrition, going to school currently, and, and in the books. That's not specifically something that I've heard of or applied uh, to, so I wanted to look into it a little bit. I did checked it out. It's a pretty basic concept as far as what you're going to be doing. But from her, at least personal experience, and that led me into seeing it more, this is something that the military puts a stamp of approval on that they kind of incorporate into their soldiers and different military personnel traveling because they're doing a lot of time zone jumps and traveling for different things. So it seems to be a stamp of approval on their end. So I think that holds some pretty good weight. And I'm going to try it myself next time we're actually changing time zones, whether it's going to Thailand or Europe, wherever we're going to go. So I'm excited for that. But figured I'd share it with you guys. Also, I'm going to do a little bit more of an in-depth article. I have the link below. If you're just listening on the podcast, you can click on the link. It'll take you over to the blog. It's basically a fighter's guide to traveling. 
Um, I've already done workouts in the past for that. So I'm going to put a link for that in there. We're going to have workouts in there. Um, this is going to go over a little bit more of the nutritional tips that we can do for the jet lag portion of it, but also for whether you're flying or even just going on a road trip, some stretches, some exercises you can do either if you're at the hotel and you're in between or actually while you're driving, you just want to get some stretches out or some stretching in while you're gassing up, whatever have you. So first, let's go over the jet lag diet. What we're looking at is with the jet lag diet, there's going to be three basic steps. It's not super complex. It's pretty simple, and they don't go into a lot of detail. So I think it makes it pretty easy to execute. The idea is um, four days prior to leaving, or four days, the way they want you to calculate is four days before you're going to eat breakfast at whatever destination you're going to be at. So let's say um, I'm going to Thailand. This is just going to be a good example. Coming from the East Coast, East Coast Standard Time, whether it's Asheville or New York, doesn't matter, same time zone. And let's say I think they're 11 hours ahead. It's either 11 or 12. I'm not too sure. So let's just say it's 11 hours ahead. So if breakfast is going to be at 8 a.m. on my trip, I'm going to plan out four days prior and do a four-day cycle of two days of fasting and two days of feasting. And what that basically means is not your typical fast you're not eating anything, but you're eating specifically a higher protein intake for breakfast on your feasting days. And at night, you're going to eat higher carbohydrate-based foods and items. So they give the example of for your higher protein breakfast, it's going to be eggs, bacon, steak, beans. And then for lunch and um, for dinner, you're going to have a higher – I'm sorry. It's going to be your breakfast and your lunch is going to be the higher protein. And then for dinner, it's going to be your higher carbohydrate, whether it's pasta, potato, something starchy, rice, things like that. And then you're not going to drink coffee or any kind of caffeinated drinks except between a window of 3 and 5 p.m. for wherever your time of day is. Then the next day, this is going to be your fasting day, quote-unquote fast. You're going to eat lighter with salads and soups that are really going to be easily digestible. And there's not as much specifics on what those foods are going to be if it's high protein, high carbs. Just really salads think lots of vegetables, whether it's grilled or, or raw, however you want to do it. Um... And then again, the same thing with coffee and caffeinated drinks. That's going to be a real big one of staying within this 3 to 5 p.m. window. And that's basically your two different days. Your fasting day is where you're going to do soups and salads. Your feast day is where you're going to do higher protein meals for breakfast and lunch and then a higher carbohydrate uh, meal for dinner. So I would suggest, especially if you're going to work out on these days and you don't want to screw with your workouts too much and you still want to make progress, On your feasting days, you're going to have, let's say, a protein meal and then try and work out after that. And ideally, it's going to be more of a a weight-based workout or something along those lines. Or maybe you'll wait a couple hours. At least that gives you full. You wait two to four hours and you get a lunch or an afternoon slash evening workout. And then right afterwards, you can load up with some carbohydrates and uh, replenish any glycogen storages you might have pulled. And you've had your protein earlier in the day and that takes time for it to process anyway. So we have kind of learned about this window that really may or may not be as big or small as we once thought, whether we're talking about a post-workout anabolic or catabolic window where we want to minimize that muscle breakdown and maximize anabolic window. Um, so we're thinking the protein can last. That's a potential whole other conversation. But anyways, protein, uh, morning and lunch, 
and then after you can replenish your carbohydrates, refuel glycogen storages, and then on a f- uh, fasting day, you can still work out, but I would recommend doing something lighter cardio, low intensity, maybe a long walk, a hike, something like that. That's not going to be too damaging. Maybe if, again, you're a sports-specific person, you're going to travel in time zones, do just some basic drilling that doesn't take up a lot of energy for you. That's pretty simple, keeping your heart rate relatively low. And again, it's going to be easily digestible. So that's the basic steps of it. And then step three, travel to your destination and you're going to break the final fast at your first breakfast. So it's two days and two days. So it's going to be um, four days out, you're going to feast. Then three days out, you're going to fast. Two days out, you're going to feast. And then a day out, you're going to fast. And then you're going to break that fast when you get to the location. I get to Thailand at 8 in the morning. Let's say that's when I'm going to have my breakfast. And then I'm going to eat a normal routine. The the other option in step three is that you can also just not really do anything different and just um, do all that. But then 16 hours before you're traveling, just don't eat anything whatsoever. Just stay hydrated. That I really don't recommend as much if you're not really accustomed to fasting or really going like that. Um, especially if it's like can cause high stress or hypoglycemia, you're, you're constantly used to having a certain amount of carbohydrates coming in. You're more reliant upon that. Your body may drop off and you may feel faint, things like that. So consult with the doctor, obviously, no matter what you're doing and, or reach out to us. We'll connect you to, um, other physicians or medical professionals that either are or not in our network, your network, so on and so forth. We'll help you find the right people. And what's interesting too is if you want to see some references for all of this and some more information, again, click on the details below in our blog. I put a reference to all of our different links and where we're getting these studies from, um, the military-based website where we also got this. And now talking a little bit more about road trip-based options when you're going to be driving and not flying and you don't have to worry about uh, pressure changes and time zone changes, all that fun stuff. Really, for me, the big things that I highlight is I'm going to stretch at gas stations. When I get out to get gas, especially if you're driving for more than six hours, excuse me, you're going to end up getting gas. That's a perfect opportunity to just stretch. What are the two things that are really going to get tight when you're driving? Typically, going to be your psoas or your, your back, your lower back, specific lumbar region, um, whether it's because of your hips, whether it's because of your spine, whether it's because of your uh, hamstrings, knee position. There's all these different factors coming to play, but there's some basic things you can stretch. You can do a basic standing hamstring stretch. You're going to hinge over at your hip, keeping your chest in good posture, and you're probably going to end up feeling that uh, stretch in your lumbar spine anyway. And then you can also do some hip mobility things that we're also I'll put a video to below and then we have our some training resistance bands things if you really want to crank it up a notch what I like to do is some band pull aparts just to get my rhomboids and my postural muscles and my upper back um just fired up because over time as you fatigue you're gonna concave up your fold forward get anteriorly bent and you're not going to reinforce that good posture while you're actually driving it's also great to just constantly remind yourself shoulders back chest up and even engaging your spine by pulling your belly button to your spine, that can help get your core fine just a little bit. Anything that can kind of reinforce that good posture and support your trunk is good. And then again, stretching out your calves, doing some basic uh, flexing range of motions. And even if, especially if you're going to be putting it on cruise control, you can kind of take your foot off the gas, keep it obviously by the brake. Excuse me. And use some basic ankle rolls or some pumps and flexes just to get some blood flow going out as well because you don't want it to just pool. You want to keep the circulation going. Um, as far as when we're looking at hydration and nutrition, there's a balancing act here. You definitely want to stay hydrated, but obviously you don't want to have to stop and take a pee break every hour. Anyone that's driven with me, unfortunately, knows that I have to take my own advice on this one. I tend to overhydrate um, in general, just out of habits for constantly having to make weight and fighting. I just always was making sure I was taking in water, became a habit. 
and I have to tend to pee and stop a lot. So you don't want to have to have that too much come up, all right? But it's also a good opportunity if you're going to stop and pee anyway, might as well stretch and go around. So that's one opportunity you could look at. From a nutrition standpoint, prep as much as you can. Again, I'll put a link to some recipes and different things you can do below. But right off the top, pack some things you could put in a Ziploc bag, portion them out, no how much is in a portion in a Ziploc bag? Say, all right, I had this one bag. That should hold me over for an hour or two. And if you need to stop, for whatever reason, you don't have any more snacks or it didn't work out or it got crushed in the back, whatever happened, go with nuts. Go with things that are going to be very minimally processed. Stay away from the chips. Stay away from the bag stuff. Stay away from the candy. Even if you want a sugar spike, no bueno. I'd rather see you have black coffee, have some water. Even though coffee is going to be a diuretic, yes, it's going to potentially make you have to pee a little bit. But at least you'll get that caffeine pump. A little bit of a metabolic spike. I know that sounds kind of a little bit like you're taking advantage of it. But hey, why not get a little bit of a neurological stimulation, some awakeness going on. So you can be somewhat alert, not too jittery, obviously. Find that balance. And again, keep yourself engaged. If you find yourself at like a McDonald's or a Subway or Wendy's, whatever they have at these gas stations, try and do either salad, something with more vegetables, higher protein content. Stay away from the simply processed things. The things that you want are the things that are going to be longer to digest. So A, you don't have to stop for bathroom purposes as frequent. And B, gives you more time to burn it because you're not really going to be doing much of anything from a metabolic need standpoint. You're sitting in a car for X period of time. That's not really burning a lot of calories. If you're someone that does burn a lot of calories naturally, whether it's because you worked out and you're on a workout routine, fine. Again, go higher protein. Calculate out your macros. If, again, it's that important to you and in need, that should be something you could take time for. If not, reach out to us. We can give you help with that. And, again, kind of have an idea. Map it out ahead of time. No, all right, if I'm going to go north on 81, these are some of the typical stops I'm going to have. Here's are some good options I can get. Again, if not, that's where planning comes into play. Prep your stuff, maybe some beef jerky, maybe some trail mix. Stay away from the sugary chocolate added ones. Try and have more dried nuts, almonds, things like that. And bada bing, bada boom, you guys will be pretty much good. And again, hopefully when you get to that destination, you'll have much better choices there. And you're maintaining this lifestyle that puts you in a good position. So that's my pretty much road trip travel advice. It's pretty late here, guys. I just wanted to get this out and get it done because time's going to be a big factor this weekend. I'm going to try and get it out. As soon as once we get back, I'm going. We're going to spend time with family tomorrow on Sunday. So try not to work on Sundays. I'm trying to get really strong in that, even though it's like 3 in the morning right now, so it's technically Sunday. But I count it as Saturday. So get some good sleep. Hang with the fam. Then we're going to drive back. Once I get back on Monday, we're edited. Get this all stuff nice, dressed up for you guys. Click on the links below. You'll like the exercises. I like to take a little bit more time for you guys now because I can see that we're getting good feedback on the videos and the links and the different uh, spreadsheets. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks for taking the time. And as always, I'll see you next time on the Life of a Fighter podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.